0: Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Just Book It podcast. If you noticed, things look a little different and that's because I'm trying to fill my podcast a little bit more to keep that connection growing and just continue to build my travel bestie community. So this podcast is basically everything that you need to Just Book It from travel news, travel tips, inspirational stories. Without further ado, welcome to the Just Book It podcast and let's get into it. So much has happened since the last time I recorded a podcast, and I need to fill you in on the things. Like, For starters, I'm in my very first home. It's such a dream come true to be able to live in my own place and to have my my own space. I've been getting a lot of questions about it and like how I was able to do it, so... That's exactly what I'm gonna get into right now. 2023 was such a hard but rewarding year. All the things now in 2024 that I'm looking forward to with abundance, prosperity, stability, and of course travel. I've already booked two trips. I'm going to Aruba and I booked a trip to San Diego and Las Vegas, which are really fun. And we'll see what comes in store for us uh, in the next coming months. My home buying journey really showed me that I want to become more financially free. I want to stop living paycheck to paycheck and I want to live a life of abundance and for me that means a life filled with travel, filled with family, filled with friends and filled with good memories without stressing about money, debt, student loans, whatever you name it. I want to get rid of all of that and it starts with building equity. It starts with, it starts now. I've been able to get finally out of the rat race where I'm no longer paying someone else's mortgage, I'm paying my own mortgage. So this is a series that's catered to people that want to learn how to become financially free, want to of course hear my story because everyone's story is a little different, and thirdly how to build a life where you are manifesting all the trips in the world and realizing that it's experiences over things that is the mindset that matters most. Before I talk about exactly my tips and tricks, uh, all the juicy details, I'd love to get a moment to tell you my story. I say that because everyone's story is different. It's really hard to to sit here and tell you, pour my soul into, into this camera and tell you guys everything that happened. It's really hard to judge somebody and put somebody in a box. And I don't want any hating, um, El Malda Ojo is very real, so I'm going Going to be very transparent and vulnerable with you but at the same time give me a second to tell you my story and then if there's any questions that come up would love to keep this conversation going i'm going to make this a monthly series for the whole year and every month i'm going to be talking about a different topic so today it's going to be my story and setting goals next month is going to be about analyzing your spending habits other topics include creating your own blue zone manifesting success, building equity, taxable income, I mean, you name it, I have a bunch of things and topics that I'd like to cover. So if there's something in particular that you would like me to talk about, let me know in the comments and I'll make that happen. So let's get started. Hi guys, I am Veronica O'Brien. I am the woman behind the Brooklynite Abroad and I just bought my own home at the age of 24. When I had to do my application and I basically told them, even in my interview, I said that it's not just me that is applying for the prospect of a new home, of my own home. It's the the people in my life, the generations before me, it's my ancestors, it's my great-great-grandfather that sailed here from Ireland, literally risked everything to come here and build a new life. It's my grandma from Nicaragua that fled political unrest to come here and start from zero and make a life for herself and build a life for her predecessors. That said, this took like four generations to to finally have somebody in the family that could buy their own home at this young of an age. It's just building generational wealth to a new level and I owe it to my family. I owe it to to them for their constant perseverance, their constant determination. And it's the fire in them that I believe is ingrained and embedded in my DNA, in my blood. And that's why I'm such a go-getter. I feel like growing up, I've always been that overachiever. I've always been the A-plus student. I've always been the person that asked for extra credit even when they already were doing well in school. I just always knew that there is so many ways to continually improve upon yourself. And it's that mindset that has really kicked off the success so early on in my life. I talked a little bit about my family background. Now I'm gonna to talk to you about my parents. I watched them grow up as well. They married only after three months of dating, eloped in Ecuador and had my older sister not too far after. So my mom was a 19 year old mom. And when she was 21, she had two kids. Um, Growing up with a really young mom, someone that had to drop out of college to make ends meet, to take care of the kids, you witness a different level of resilience. Watching my mom tackle so many things at once was such an inspiration that I didn't know until later on. My mom did anything and everything. My mom can do anything and everything. She would pick us up from practice. She would drive us here. She would go on tournaments. She would take care of two kids. She would cook clean and continue her studies, obtaining not only a bachelor's degree, but a master's degree as well. So I have to definitely shout out my mom for all of her accomplishments. On my dad's side, he is the financial backbone of the family. He grew up very poor. So it's just an innate instinct to want a better life for your kids, and with that said, he really set us up for financial success at the mere age of like sixteen, I'd say. So before I could buy a lot of ticket, I was already investing money. The key to getting ahead is to start as early as possible. So my parents come from families of divorce; so never really had like that united family structure. I guess. so. We were that structure for them. Growing up, we'd always go on, you know, little trips here and there. Parents always knew how to make ends meet. It gave us a life that that we loved. We had so much fun. We always went on little adventures. And I never knew that they were struggling financially until I was older. Growing up with parents that don't really have their careers aligned just yet. My mom didn't finish college. My mom was working as a para. Seeing how resilient my family was really helped shape who I am today. I saw my mom doing everything that she does and then continuing her studies until like 3 a.m. and then waking right back up at 6 a.m. I've witnessed my dad build the foundation of our family's financial system. We were on the brink of foreclosing the house and my dad got us out of it. My dad figured out a way um, to move money around, not in like a schemy way, just you can do credit card transfer balances and you can kind of just hold off for a little bit until it's time to pay it off and really just figure out how to budget a little bit better. So I always grew up with my dad being like the Excel whiz, the accountant, the numbers guy, and then my mom being this renaissance woman. And and I think I'm a hybrid of that. I think I'm someone that can also do it all, maybe? <laughs> I can't compete with my mom, though. She's, like, the top. I, I could do a lot of things, and I feel like I have the, the financial whiz of my dad with Excel and planning and, and things like that. So it's my upbringing from seeing them work so hard. That is how I became the person I am today. I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. When I was in high school, before I had my job, I would sell cookies in the, in the high school lunchroom to try to save up for my high school's band trips and that really taught me that if you have a goal and you could literally work as hard as you can, you will be able to achieve it. So even when I was making my own money, I was like, I'm not paying for this out of my own pocket. I'm going to work hard and I'm going to sell these cookies that my mom got at Costco. Going into high school, I got a job as a New York City lifeguard that literally changed my life. I was earning on average for seven years, like 8K a summer. Working as a New York City lifeguard set me up with so much success, more than I thought I would have had. And I was able to start saving as young as 16, as I mentioned. My dad set me up with a Roth IRA retirement account. This is an account that compounds over time. So if you invest $200 a month, you know, you invest $200 in September, $200 in October. You're not only investing an extra 200 and making 200 from your investment, the interest off of the $400. So it's that constant cycle of trying to build that generational wealth through non taxable sources. You know, with a lifeguarding job, I felt really blessed to have a job that made so much money at such a young age, and I was able to invest that money immediately. My my dad also helped me in college set up a credit card, so that's one of the biggest hacks to improving your credit score, is as, as early as you can get a credit card to get one. Part of your credit score is measured on the longest line of credit. It also takes into account an average, so if someone takes out a credit card every year, your average is like a year. Throughout college, I've worked many jobs. I- I worked in the dorms as a night host. I worked as a lifeguard. I worked in the athletic department setting up the volleyball games and honestly just taught me to just keep going, to keep getting at it. I had a lot of extracurricular experience under my belt. In college, I led a program called the Business Consultant Challenge that allowed students marketing talent, business talent, to help local businesses within the community. And that really sparked my interest for marketing. I I love numbers like my dad. I was thinking about finance and I love the creative escape that marketing brings. So with that said, in college, I applied to the T. Howard Foundation, which helps promote diversity in the workplace and in the media industry more specifically. And the first time I didn't get in, but the second year I got in and I landed my first professional internship with First Magazines. And from there, I just gained a lot of connections and that helped me land my first job right out of college as a performance marketing associate in First Magazine, working there for almost three years. And I recently just moved jobs. Um, I'm gonna be a senior manager uh, at an agency called MNC Saatchi. So I'm super excited about that. And I was able to make my own money. I started investing in my 401k. I first invested about 33% into my 401k. And once I moved out of my childhood bedroom, uh, of course I had to lower that a little bit. I I was paying about 13K a year for rent and then slowly realized that I'd like to stop paying somebody else's mortgage and start paying my own. The home buying journey started around October of 2020, a little over a year. Prior to me actually purchasing a home, I started getting that conversation rolling. You need at least two years of consistent work to qualify for a mortgage, for a loan. So I had to wait till my two years started in April. And from there, it was just really focusing on how to make sure that I'm looking for the right place in my budget while I have all the money on hand, all the paperwork and things like that. So everything has come to this moment. I started side hustles to try to make ends meet. I do social media on the side where I help people, businesses, clients try to improve their social media, increase engagement, increase their business as a whole. And from there, you know, things just kind of came into place. I was able to then start making money, creating content, working with Hudson Valley Happenings. And, you know, it's just, I'm doing things that I love. I love creating content. Um, I love being really creative with my passions. And I think this is a really great uh, what's that word? It's a really great outlook now. It's a really great escape, I guess to you know you just feel like you could be yourself you like a, like a little kid again just playing with your little toys. So here I'm not playing with the Barbie. I'm playing with my Sony camera and my new microphone that I got from Road, um, which is really fun. that's basically the whole story and from there it's just been a, an emotional roller coaster of moments of excitement when you when you love a place and then moments of distraught when you can't get that place anymore you don't you can't afford it and then you know emotional highs again when you find a place that you really love and then the emotional lows again of the whole process and how daunting it is and how long you have to wait and then the highs again when you finally close on your house and everyone's congratulating you and then the lows because now you have to spend a month renovating your place when you want to just enjoy it already and now I get to kind of reap all the benefits and just really have a wonderful time enjoying my new place and getting things going and starting that journey so from now on uh, my goals are financially to just start paying off my student debt um, continue you know of course paying my bills and paying my mortgage and things like that but then the then it goes further so I'd I love to grow my businesses a little bit more. As a social media manager on the side, um, the goal is always to just help businesses do what they love and I'm doing what I love, helping people do what they love. So it's just it's just a perfect match made in heaven finding awesome clients that, that you work really well with. It took a lot to get me here and I'm very goal-oriented. I always have this mindset where you really can achieve something if you put your mind to it, you, you totally can. And putting yourself out there is probably the biggest piece of advice I can give is, you know, you never know until you try about goal setting, right? It's really important to really think about smart goals and with your goal planning, you should be really intentional with how you create your goals because that's how you're dictating your work ethic for 2024, for the, for the new year, whatever year that means for you. So, SMART goals, in essence, um, is an acronym. So each letter means something different. So um, SMART is specific. M is measurable. A is attainable. R is reliable. No. What is R? Reasonable. R is reasonable. And T is time-bound. So you have five, five uh, pillars of how you can assess if your goal is actually something that you should consider. So something that's specific is saying something along the lines of I'd like to consistently make $500 a month for the year, right? So that that's my goal and it's specific because I'm telling you exactly how much I want to make. It's measurable because I'm saying a number, so 500, you know, whatever your number is. It's attainable because it's something that I can do. I've done it in the past and it's not I'm not saying I want to make a million dollars a month. That's a little unrealistic. And then the next one is reasonable. So reasonable is is it something that You'd be able to handle and then time bound is adding a time frame to it. So monthly five hundred dollars for the year. I'm adding a time frame to each. And that kind of helps you decide how often you should be reflecting on your goals to see if they are in your in your reach. So with that said, I'd love for you guys to think about at least three goals that you want to work on for this year and I know that might be super hard because you probably have so many things all over the place but really figuring out what your goals are are key and in fact writing your goals makes you 46% more likely to achieve them. What I learned from the home buying process is protecting your peace. Don't tell everybody your goals. Sometimes people give you them. El mal de ojo means the evil eye. People give you People give you a look or people treat you a different way when you have really ambitious goals sometimes. So I highly recommend keeping most things to yourself because um, you're you're your biggest supporter and of course close family and friends too. So with that said, You know, this is going to be a monthly series. So throughout the whole year, I'm going to be talking about different topics. Next month, I'm going to be talking about analyzing your spending habits. So this might be a good opportunity to really be cognizant of what you're spending and exactly how you're spending things and how you can start to change your mindset to something uh, more of the lines of building generational wealth, getting financial freedom, and having that luxury to travel around the world. You know, when, when a flight deal comes up, and it's super spontaneous and it's like, oh, I need to buy this now before the flight goes up tomorrow. Are you able to buy the flight, you know? And it's that just book it mentality that really allows you like, I need to have an extra set of money on the side. You know, like your travel fund, your emergency fund, you need to have those things set up. So. You know, I talked a lot. I'm really excited to keep this ball moving. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Be sure to subscribe. I'm going to put this up on YouTube. I'm also going to be putting this on Spotify, Apple Music, and I have an audio feature on my website. So if you don't have any of those, feel free to just check out my website. Follow me on my socials and what else? Check out my blog. Look at all things fun and travel and don't forget to just book it. Bye guys.